we're going, I'm going to read one scripture and we're going to come back to this. I mean, this is, I ain't going to take credit, but I heard Francis Chan. You know what I'm saying? But man, I mean, I've been on this for like a month or two. I mean, it just completely has wrecked me. And like Kim was talking about, we're, that's a lot of the message is, is, you know, we're going to look at Peter, just certain aspects of Peter's life and what got him to a certain point. But in Mark uh, 16, you know, Jesus had died and they went to the tomb and starting uh, uh, in verse, uh, I guess around 6 or so, it says, Don't be alarmed, you are looking for Jesus of Nazareth who was crucified. He isn't here, he is risen from the dead. Look, this is where they laid his body. Now, go tell the disciples and Peter that Jesus is coming to meet you in Galilee. I mean that, we'll get back to that. But y'all know Peter was a disciple. But yet he says, go tell the disciples and Peter. We'll get back to that in a little bit. Now let's jump forward to 2 Peter uh, chapter 12. We'll read a few verses here. And we're going to look at... Uh, uh, yeah, chapter, I'm sorry. 2 Peter 1 verse 12. There we go. And he says, Therefore I will always remind you about these things, even though you already know them and are standing firm in the truth you have been taught. And it is only right that I should keep on reminding you as long as I live. For our Lord Jesus Christ has shown me that I must soon leave this earthly life and lay this body down. So I will work hard to make sure you always remember these things after I have gone. So what is Jesus, what, what's going on here with Peter? We're going to look at where Peter is now and then we're going to back up to what I read a while ago. What got Peter to this point? Peter understood that his life is about to be over, according to this scripture, what he's saying here. He understood that his life on this earth, this body, he was about to lay it down. So what is he doing here? What is he wanting to get across? This is where we as Christians, just like Ken talked about a while ago, what are you doing? What are you doing in this life not just, I mean, he's at the end of his life, but what are we doing about it? What, what is Peter doing here? He's telling them, hey, I must remind you about the things of Jesus, what you have been taught, and it is only right that I should keep on reminding you that for the Lord Jesus has showed me that I'm fixing to die here, but this, this work's got to continue. No matter what, this thing has got to keep moving on. I am going to do what I am supposed to do, even though my life on earth is fixing to end, I've got to look to the Jesus and look to what he's instilled in me. To This is the most important thing in the, in, that there is. The most important revelation you can ever get is who you are in Christ and what you need to do in Christ. Amen? And that is spreading the gospel, telling people. That is what we're commissioned to do is spread the gospel. I was telling Paul this morning, a little side note, uh, uh, that uh, in two weeks, two weeks from uh, this Sunday, uh, it'll be two years for me, two years at Lynn Park, two years since God has really changed my life 
and, and uh, you know, transformed me basically into uh, the person I am today uh, and to be able to do this. I mean, and today, man, it was just so amazing. Uh, uh, a guy come up and, and was, it's hard to, <laughs> Deborah is the lady down here and I love her, and, but she thinks everything's a spirit. She's got to cast every spirit out, cast every spirit out. And she's praying for this guy, and I can tell that he's just moved. With, I mean, I can just see it, and the Lord's speaking to me. And Deborah's, and I said, give me the mic, Deborah. And, and I said, listen, listen. I said, I need to know where you're at because we don't want to cast out spirits if you're not ready because the Bible says if you cast them out, they'll come back seven times. And he said, no, I want to be free. I want to be free from everything today. I mean, he's bawling. And I'm just like, wow, Lord, that is why we're down here. It ain't none of this other stuff passing this. This is it. This is the moments that I enjoy at Lynn Park. This is why I get up 5.30 on Sunday mornings for two years. This is why I travel, go in here to pick up a bag of clothes, go there, pick up a bag of clothes. Everything I do is for that moment when Jesus shows up and changes somebody's life. Oh, man, it was just so... And, and, you know, y'all are part of it. You know, y'all help, y'all give money, y'all do whatever. I mean, you know, so, uh, but anytime you want to come down there, you know, you're more than welcome to come. But anyway, I just thought that was so, so good that, you know, that, that them moments. And that's what it's about for us, you know. It's like, what, 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 what's Peter saying? It says moments. You know, I'm fixing to leave this earth. And what am I going to do? My ultimate thing is to teach my family about Jesus. That's it. My family. The Colt, Deacon, Nova, all them kids that are coming up in our lineage. That's my main purpose is to make sure that when I get ready to leave this earth that they know about Jesus and then the, the rest of y'all because this is where I call home. So then I want to tell y'all the main purpose to know about Jesus. Same thing what Peter's doing. And Peter takes it on in uh, a, a little bit further in verse 16. He says, For we... We're not making up clever stories when we told you about the powerful coming of our Lord Jesus. We saw his majestic splendor with our own eyes when he received our Lord Jesus Christ. We saw his honor and glory from the God the Father. The voice of the majestic glory from God said, This is my dearly loved son who brings me great joy. We ourselves heard that voice from the heavens where we was on, on the mountain. So Peter's letting them know, hey, this ain't just something I'm making up. You know, this ain't just something when we're reading about like the old, the, you know, the Old Testament or the old scriptures. Uh, I, I was witness. I was there on the mountain when me and James and John and Jesus went up and God's cloud come around and said, hey, this is my son. This is what Peter's trying to say. Hey, I was there. You got me? I was there. I stand witness to what God is doing. I stand here to tell you today that this ain't just something made up. Well, for me, I stand here today to tell you this ain't something just made up. I know what God's done for me. I know what God has brought me through to get to me. You think... I mean, everybody wants to get up at 6 o'clock on, you know, on a Sunday morning and drive down and get spit on, get cussed out because you don't give them a pair of socks and they, or you give them a white pair of socks and they want a black pair of socks or they wanted a size 34 jeans and you give them a 33. You know, yeah, that, yeah, that's the way it, you know. That's just the way it is sometimes. 
But the reason I do it is because God, what God done for me, and what, 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 it's the same thing what Peter's saying. I've witnessed, I lay claim to a witness. Maybe I didn't see Jesus like Peter did, but I know, I know what he brought me through. I know when he speaks to me. I know what he says to me. I know what he tells me to do and what not to do. But, and, and Peter's like a, you know, these stories, uh, he's really just, like I said, getting a, his point across to these people, which lets me know they sort of like us, they have a hard time <laughs> understanding really what's going on because they're kind of beating it down all the time. So, you know, and here it is 2,000 years later, and we're still making the same points. You know, but here it is 2,000 years later, and it seems like to me that we're more... And I ain't saying everybody, I'm just saying as a nation, when you look at stuff that's going on and you think, wow, that is crazy to me that you could, you know, do this, this, and this, and this. You know, that we are some, you know, sometimes I think, wow, we're just going in the wrong direction. And I ain't saying, you know, on a personal level, I'm just saying uh, as a church, as a whole church in North America, we're going, you know, not like God's wanting to go, I think sometimes. But that... Then it falls on this right here. It falls on what are you doing? What are we doing? We're just going to sit here and do nothing. We're just going to come in here to this church, and we're going to have community nights, and I love community nights, and I think they're great. And, man, it's a time to bond with you guys and everything. I love playing cards. Y'all know. I mean, I'm a, I love that stuff. But if you're not doing that, anything else... We want to, and look, I wrote down some stuff the other day. I mean, just, uh, you know, when I turned 50 uh, the other day, and I wrote down some, uh, some things that I've just done on my personal life, you know, and it was, you know, and it was some great stuff. I mean, we, I mean, I've been to 43 states. I've, you know, <laughs> eat lobster in Maine. I mean, I've done tons of stuff, seen the sun come up over the Rocky Mountains. I mean, you name it. We've, me and Kim's pretty much a Grand Canyon, whatever. All of them. But the greatest thing I've ever done is preach the gospel in Mexico, Nicaragua, and Guatemala and seen people saved. You know what I'm saying? Uh, live like you're dying. That's what Peter's, you know, it ain't about going, it ain't about that. It ain't about that. It ain't about seeing the sunsets. And I mean, that's all wonderful stuff. But at the end of the day, when I stand before Christ, when I stand and look into them eyes. I ain't going to say, hey, I went Rocky Mountain climbing. I went skydiving. I went three seconds on a bull named Fu Manchu. He's going to say, what did you do every day when you woke up? What did you do for the kingdom? What did you do to build somebody up or, or, or share the love? Because at the end of the day, that's all it's about is sharing the love of Jesus. Don't, I mean, I'm a firm believer. I've I mean, this, this is crazy uh, to think, you know, uh, like a Baptist one day and then totally separate the next. But when you, when I, I I'm just like, don't tell me you said a prayer one day. I don't even want to hear that. I want to know that you love Jesus with your whole heart. That's all I want to know. Don't tell me you said a prayer when you were 12 years old. Tell me that you love Jesus with every ounce, everything that you have inside of you, and the rest of the stuff will work itself out. That's all I want to know. When you come up, uh, when them guys come up and ask me to pray for them and stuff, I said, I don't ask them, do they say a prayer? 
I don't care if you said a prayer one day. I want to know, do you love Jesus with your whole heart? Because at the end of the day, that's to me, that's what it's going to get you into heaven. That's, and I, I, understand, I, I know what Romans 10, 9 says. I understand that. But if you read these, a million other scriptures, it talks about if you did this, you ain't getting in. So, but anyway, this is where Peter's at in his life. This is where he's at. I mean, can you imagine? He's living a life. I mean, he's fixing, he understands that the Lord has told him in John, you know, a, 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 a basically that, hey, you're going to die this death. You're going to be crucified. And, 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 and Peter said, well, look, crucify me upside down because I'm not worthy to die like the Savior died. But anyway, so this is where Peter's at in his life. How did Peter get to, to this part right here? How did, how did Peter get to where the only thing that he can think about as he's dying, he ain't thinking about nothing on this earth but telling people about Jesus. How do you get to that point in your life? Because that's where I want to be. I want to get to this point right here where Peter's at, where I don't care about nothing else but sharing the love of God and what he's done for me. All right, so let's back up a little bit. Now, this same Peter right here, what I just read to you about, hey, uh, all right, uh, is uh, let's look at something. Let's look at a few things in Peter's life. Because sometimes you got to th go through hell to get to heaven. Me, I've been there, done it. I mean, for me, you know what I'm saying? Y'all know I don't hide no secrets. I mean, I was a drug addict, laid it all down uh, because of Jesus Christ. Give up dipping, smoking, everything because of the love of Jesus Christ. And that's got me to where I am today because of the love that he has for me, because of his forgiveness uh, that he has for me. That's where, you know, and sometimes I think that that makes you stronger. I ain't say I don't know. I'm just for me, it made me a stronger Christian. It's to walk the road that I've been down. All right, so Peter, a little backstory on Peter is uh, we'll read in Matthew, uh, just give me a, Matthew 14, 25. I'm going to just, you know, just read a couple of, of stories here. Uh, Matthew 14. Meanwhile, uh, meanwhile, the disciples were in trouble far from the land for a strong wind had risen. They were fighting. Uh, Matthew 24, sorry. About 3 o'clock in the morning, Jesus came toward them walking on water. When the disciples seen him walking on water, they were terrified in the fear, and they cried out, Is it a ghost? But Jesus spoke to them at once and said, Don't be afraid. Take courage. I am here. Then Peter called him, Lord, if it's really you, will you allow me to come to you? Yes, come on, Jesus said. So Peter went to the other side of the boat and began to walk on water. That's just one little tidbit about Peter. Only two people that I know, you know, have walked on water. So that's, that's pretty good. Pretty good uh, thing when you walked on water. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to give you a little bit of how, how, how Peter and I think Jesus was. I mean, they was basically, you know. I mean, I ain't going to say Jesus had a favorite, but eh, it's close to being Peter. <laughs> but anyway, Jesus, all right, and then we'll skip a little forward, and then it says... Uh, Jesus, uh, in Mark 14, uh, we'll look at uh, 27 through 31. Let's 
see what this says. All right, yeah, this is where uh, G, uh, Peter tells Jesus that he's going to n- deny him. So we'll start off in, uh, in 30. And he said, Jesus replied, I tell you the truth, Peter. This very night before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times that you even know me. Peter, ha, no way. Peter declared, even if you die tonight, I will die with you. And all the others the same. Think about that for a minute. Peter really don't even know what he's saying. If you die tonight, I'm going to die with you. Whatever you go through tonight, I'm there with you. Right? Same Peter. And then Peter, a little bit later on in Mark 14, 32 through 40, Jesus, uh, uh, let's see. Jesus immediately reached out. No, that's uh, walking on the but anyway, Peter, uh, Jesus said, uh, hey, we're gonna, I've got to go away to pray. They're at the Garden of Gethsemane, and he takes Peter on. He said, hey, wait here. I'm going to go pray. I need, hey, I'm in a bad way. I, I'm at the end right here. I need you. I need you, Peter. I need you to focus in, hone in right here. I need you to pray for a little bit. I'm going to go over here and pray, and when I come back now, Peter, I need you to be praying. So we all know the story. Jesus goes off, comes back about an hour later. What's Peter doing? Sleeping. Jesus said, hey, you don't understand the severity of this thing. You don't know what's really going on. I need you to pray with me. I need prayer tonight. So Jesus goes off again. This happens three times. He comes back. And the third time he just let him sleep. All right, so this same Peter, you know. And then we're going to look at Luke 22, uh, 54, let's see if that's right, 54 through 62. Yeah, okay. So Jesus, tell, you know, Jesus has told Peter that, hey, you're going to deny me before the cock crows three times, right? So we all know that story. So it starts off in, in uh, uh, 54. So they arrested him to the high priest, and Peter followed at a distance. The guards lit a fire in the middle of the courtyard, set around it. Peter joined them. There a servant girl noticed in the firelight and began staring at him. Finally, she said, This is one of them, Jesus' followers. But Peter denied it. Can you imagine sitting around? And there, you know, Jesus is being crucified. This is where we're at right now. Jesus is being crucified. They beat him out in the streets, got him uh, bound up. And Peter, hey, there's one of them. Whoa, I, no, no, that ain't me. I ain't one of them. Then you imagine, goes on a little bit further, and they're beating him. And Peter said, huh. And another one comes up to him, hey, hey, you. You're one of them. And Peter's looking, seeing what's going on. And he's probably remembering what he's saying about, you know, hey, uh, I'm supposed to die with Jesus tonight. Ain't that what I thought? And that guy said, hey, you're one of them. Peter's like, oh, no. No, man, you got the wrong one. So then, I'm just paraphrasing what I think is going on. So then Peter decides, hey, I'm going to move to the other side of the street maybe where they don't know, you know, where nobody recognizes me. 
So the third time, maybe he's done moved up the block or time or two. You know, he's done, he's done walked away. Done walked away, you know, maybe turned a corner. And he's over here thinking, Whew, good Lord. And then they drag Jesus over in front of him, beating him the whole time. Jesus is probably un unrecognizable at this point. And somebody else the third time says, hey, you're one of them. You're with him. And Peter said, no, I'm not with him. And the Bible says that Jesus looked at him and the rooster crowed and that Peter went away saddened because he knew at that moment what he had done and where he was at in his life. Do you understand? What is going on? The severity at this moment when Jesus needed him most. And we looked just a couple of hours earlier. We just a couple of hours earlier. He said that if you die tonight, I will die with you. Right? But now here we are, just hours later, hours later, and he don't even know who Jesus is. He's like, I don't even know that man. So then we go back to the main text, the main scripture today in Mark 16, 7. After Jesus has died, resurrected, and he says, hey, you go tell them disciples that I'm going to talk to them, but especially you go tell Peter because I know what Peter's going through. I know what Peter's done, and I know that Peter's denied me, and I know how Peter is feeling, and he, he's probably about ready to commit suicide. Think about that. Think about the stuff that Jesus... You walked on water with Jesus. Think about all the stuff that Peter has done with Jesus. And so Jesus basically says, Hey, you go tell the disciples, but you especially tell Peter. Go tell Peter that I'm coming to talk to him because I know how he feels. So think about that this morning. As, as we go into our life... What led Peter to get to this point over here in Peter 2 to where he's just sold out for Jesus? No matter what, I'm dying today. Hey, I know that the Lord, they're fixing to crucify me. So my last will and breath today, I'm going to tell everybody about Jesus. That's all I care about. All I care about today is telling people about Jesus because of what happened right here when he said, Go tell the disciples, but especially you go tell Peter. Because this is a personal thing, guys. It's a personal relationship. And today Jesus is saying, you go tell all the people at Freedom Point, but you go tell Levon, you go tell Teresa, you go tell Abby, you go tell Ken Morton, you go tell this one. You tell that one that I love them and that I laid my life down for them. And no matter what, you go tell them how I feel about them. You go tell them it don't matter how old you are or what you're going through. It don't matter. I love you more than anything. I love you and I died. I sent my son for you today. You got me? That's why Peter, this is where Peter is in, in his life right here. What does it take to get to that point to where you don't care about anything else but sharing the love of Jesus Christ? 
And sometimes, like I said, you've got to go through hell. For me, I had to go through hell to get to where I'm at today. You know what I'm saying? That's just where the Lord brought me. You know, I made bad choices. I made terrible decisions. Sometimes I still make bad choices. But I'm just saying, I made bad choices and the Lord brought me out. And look where I am today. Two years ago, ain't no way I'd have stood up here and, and preached. And you know what? I mean, I love Jesus. Don't get me wrong. I probably would have. But I'm just a different person two years ago. Just short two years. But how it's changed me and changed my thinking. But this right here... It just think about when you read that and you just put your name right there. And Peter. He didn't have to, he could have left it. He could have said, hey, just go, the, go tell the disciples I'm coming. I want to talk to them. But he personalized this thing. He personalized it for us because he knew how we'd feel when we let him down. Just like Peter. Think about all that, all I, like I said, everything Peter had done with this man. I mean, they was thick as, you know, they was close. And yet, Peter said, I don't even know this guy. When, when, when it come down to it, Peter said, I don't even know who he is. And so Jesus knew. Jesus knew how Peter felt at that very moment. And that's why you get Mark 16, 7. You go tell everybody. You go tell them disciples. But especially you go tell Peter because I know how he feels. Jesus knows how we feel today. Everybody lets him down. Everybody. But it's how you rebound and how you get back up that changes everything. Yep. But think about it. You can change it. You know what I'm saying? In an instant. Just like this guy this morning. I mean, he was so broken. You could tell. I mean, I, I've been doing it. Like I said, I, I know when somebody's really wanting freedom and when they're just trying to speed the service up so they can eat. Uh, so, uh, I mean, that's one thing about Jesus. He's omnipresent. He's always with us. He's just nothing but a prayer away. You know what I'm saying? So, but that's all I got this morning. But I, I, like I said, I just think, uh, you know, uh, I didn't come up with, I mean, I come up with a lot of that. But I didn't, I mean, Francis Chen come up with Ann Peter. And I was like, oh, my goodness. I mean, it has really just been, uh, you know, it's just, I don't know. It's just life changing to me. I mean, it really, to my, the way it spoke to me, and look, I mean, I understand it speaks to everybody different. Uh, but the way it spoke to me, it, it really made this thing a personal relationship with me when he, when he called out to Peter like that. So, anybody got anything?